Hey guys, what's up? I'm Yarel Ramos. And I'm Jessica Molina. We all have those weight hold up moments in life. Those times where our perspective shifts and our hustle changes as a result. Each week, tune in as we chat with a new guest who's on their grind and learn the pivotal moments that shape their journey. And when we're not chatting with a guest, Jess and I will dig into the latest weight hold up moments happening in politics and pop culture. You're listening to Weight Hold, hold Up. up. So good. So good. So hyped for today's episode. We have a fabulous woman on joining us, everyone. We have Yulisa Calderon. She is a Dominican writer and actor, bringing her comedic flair to BuzzFeed's Latin channel, Pero Like. Yulisa is passionate about Afro-Latino representation and challenging Latino stereotypes. Many of us were able to get familiar with Julissa and her dream big anything is possible attitude from her viral BuzzFeed video, How I Went From Waitress to BuzzFeed Producer, where we saw how she manifested and worked hard to get where she is today. Her overall vision for creating content is bringing the Afro-Latino community to the forefront and opening doors that were never meant to be closed. Yulisa, thank you so much Welcome. for joining us. Welcome. Dímelo, was good. <laughs> if you follow her on her Instagram, you know that's her signature. What's up? I, I am obsessed been. with your Instagram. I'm obsessed with you, okay? Thank I'm literally you, like thank right you. now just being like, oh. This is she's so cool. I'm happy to be here, you guys. <laughs> yeah. I mean, one of the things that I think is so apparent from first of we're going to post the video or part of it on our Instagram and a link so that people can go and see it if they haven't already. And I would really invite you all to watch that before you even listen to the rest of this podcast and take a five minute break, because I don't want to get too much into all of the nitty gritty since mm. I feel like it's touched upon so well in that video. Yeah. I really want to. And I think what Yadel and I were talking about is there is this infectious energy that you give off. And I, I've just met her today and I was like, feeling it through her, your Instagram. And now just seeing you, I'm like, ooh, it's like this good vibes right. running yeah. through the space. Good and even before only. you got here, we were both like watching a lot of your stuff and we're like, can we be friends with her? <laughs> <laughs> For real. But I think that what's so dope, so just a little, can you give us like a quick, what people can expect from the video that they'll watch so they can give us a little backstory as to who you are and how you feel that you've gotten to where you are today. This is the waitress to bus. This is the waitress yeah. to bus. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, so sum it all up, I would say, damn, I don't even know. I don't want to ruin the video. But <laughs> the video basically just uh, documents like how in one year my whole life changed. Um, I got fired. And obviously, to anybody, we're human, right? You get fired mm -hmm. and you're like, what the? Can I curse? Yeah. yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck am I going to do now? Like, I, I don't have money saved up. I don't come from that. And I'm out here in L.A. grinding. And so I was stuck. I was, I, honestly, I was stuck for a little bit. But it only took me, like, a couple of weeks to figure it out. Weirdly enough, I, like, went to go write in, like, a journal. And, like, in the journal... I saw that the year before I had written that I wanted to be out of that waitressing job and out of hospitality altogether by the month that I was fired in. Mm -hmm. So as soon as I read that, I was like, okay, well, now you can't be mad. You can't be sad. You, you can't be upset. Yeah, right. You did this. Like, you mm -hmm. didn't get fired. You decided this. So yeah. now it's time for you to just get up, be strong, and do what you got to do. And, like, 
couple of weeks later, I got an audition at BuzzFeed, and the rest is history. It's crazy. It's so, so it's like, like, you know, when you watch like movies and TV, you're like, that shit ain't happened. Yeah. No, no, this really happened. Yeah. Like, this is real. <laughs> this is like my life. It's crazy. And what? I, and I, sorry, oh, Jess, no, and I love the video too, because it's so real. Like, yeah. it's so raw and organic. Yeah, and yeah, to yeah. see you in this vulnerable moment. And I then <laughs> at like, at, at such a special moment in your life. Mm-hmm. And it caught something that caught me and it kind of left like a mark in me. I really want to make it like quote of the week uh, that you said, like, there's a lot of beauty in failure, you mm-hmm. know, and you must find that and you must see, see that so that we can understand what comes after that word. There's beauty in the struggle. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I always say. There's beauty in the struggle. And I also say in there that someone people quote this and like send it to me and they write it in their journals. I'm like, are you really quoting me? I'm not. Pac. <laughs> um, but it's like, uh, I think I say um, we uh, all we have some t- faith is all we have. But that's faith is sometimes all we have. But it's always all we need. Mm. Like and that's real. Like we we usually only have faith, but that's really all you need. Like you don't need anything else. If you got yourself and you got faith, you go into whatever you're going to go. So what I think is so powerful about that is that you are admitting that the strength that you needed to get through came from like an internal revelation mm-hmm. from really a shift in perspective. Word. So how did that happen? And what do you do on a daily basis to continue with that sense of positivity and not feeling like you're the victim mm-hmm. or not feeling as though your circumstances are always going to dictate how you feel? Uh, yeah, that's real. So I actually just did an Insta story about that yesterday um, where like I first things first, when I wake up in the morning, no matter what, I don't care what's happening. I don't care if like it's a damn someone banging on my door and I get like abrupted out of my sleep. I always just say thank you. Like that's I'm like, oh, shit, I'm alive. Like mm-hmm. we don't know. You don't know when you're going to wake mm-hmm. up or not. So that's like my first thing. Like and I think just spreading those two words to the universe and telling the universe thank you. Like that's all you need. Do like you that's, journal? I, do you journal? Like, um, do you still journal? Or? Sometimes, not mm. all the time. I'm busy. <laughs> <laughs> you got things to do like, now. Like, when I tell you I'm busy, I mean, thank you, God. I appreciate it. You know what I mean? But I don't journal as much as I should. Um, but I do, like, do voice notes, like, when I'm feeling some type of way. Or even, like, on a good time. I'm like, oh, shit, let me just say this. Right. Um, but, yeah, that's my that's my go-to. It's just saying thank you. And I think, like, and, and that applies to any anything in life, right? You walking down the street. And you drop something and somebody picks it up for you. Thank you. Like, you are opening the door. Someone holds the door for you. You say thank you. And if you don't, people are, like, looking at you sideways or you look at them sideways. Like, why didn't you just say thank you? And that goes a long way. And I think that that's just what I exude. And I think, like, going to say this infectious, like, energy that I have that you said, like, I hear that on a daily basis. And I'm like, what? Me? Mm -hmm. You know? Like, you're like, what? But Mm -hmm. to be completely honest and transparent with you guys, I used to be such a negative person Mm. like negative like growing up growing up but I think that comes from like my household you know Mm -hmm. like we're I'm not saying all Latinos but I'm just saying I'm I come from an old school Latino household where it's like what are you doing and 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 it's like more screams and more negatives versus saying what's wrong you know what I mean? Or I, can, you can I think that. we can you all relate. relate. A lot of us can Absolutely. relate Absolutely. I sure. think that's just the old school Latin way. And unfortunately, I was able to like take, uh, like I appreciate LA because it switched me around mm-hmm. and it switched my perspective around. Going back to your question, like I think 
being out here and being by myself, I really got to know who I was because there was nobody around me to like cover it up or yeah. be like, you know what I mean? I was by myself. And when you're by yourself, that's when you really find out who you are. Yeah, and right. confront your own, your own self. Absolutely. And yeah. also the energy of your family is like, it's real. Like yeah. I always think like when I moved out here that there was a, a shift of, of a, I don't feel responsible for these people mm-hmm. anymore. Mm-hmm. And when you take that time to be like, I'm responsible for me. Absolutely. And I'm responsible for how I respond to the, because the, now who's going to pay my bills? I don't live at home. It's me out here solo. So if I'm allowing for this negativity to enter into my space, it's holding me back and it's keeping me from my purpose, as yeah. is the case for you. Yeah, it definitely, it definitely was a shift because I came so far away had to really face like one would say my own demons. Yeah. And then I got to figure and I got to figuring it out. I was like, you know what? I need to just figure this shit out. Like I can't be waking up and being mad for no reason. Like, why are you mad? Mm-hmm. So I think it's just thought I think it's just really, really, really just digging deep inside of myself and being like, what's wrong with you? Like, well, stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you mentioned growing up. And I, I say that because we can I do feel like a lot of us and a lot of our listeners can relate to these traditional old school ways of growing up mm-hmm. that it's not like do things on purpose it's just yeah. that you don't know any better so it's like there's so much thing so many things that they have to deal with Absolutely. that it's like you know it, it's the the hard way it's a hard the school of hard knocks rather than you know the, the school of like oh let me nurture positivity uh-huh. that yeah. as you get older you start you know figuring yourself yeah. out but something that I'm, I'm really curious to find from from even your journey because it seems like again again like you just have so much to give in terms of your energy like growing up how was it for you and who did who did you look up to? Oof. Um, it was hard to look up to anybody, I feel like. Like, nobody looked like me. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, they probably looked like you guys as Latinas. Yeah. But I think, so I stuck to, like, I think grow. I think I would say, like, Selena definitely was, like, someone that I was like, oh, who is that? It, it was because I think she had, like, that, that glow, that light about her that mm-hmm. I could, like, resonate with. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God, something about her. Obviously, she was plastered everywhere. On, t- on TV and media and everything. Yeah. But still, she was a Latina. You don't see that. I didn't see that growing up. Not as often as we see it now. Right. And so I think that was like probably like the only person that I really looked up to. And then I, d- I did look up to like Aaliyah and mm-hmm. the Spice Girls. Like the Spice Girls were like my thing. Yo, I remember going to see the movie. And I, I remember getting the Chupa Chups because that's what they always yeah. had. <laughs> Plataformas. I was yeah. like anything that and I, I could saw get my it on your on your Instagram that you guys channeled yes! the Spice Girls, which, which is so was cute. So, it was like so surreal to do that, like to turn into like scary Spice, yeah. who I always was. Yeah. Um, like, How funny, right? Like you all, you were you chose one of the Spice Girls. Yeah. That was totally me. I mean, that had to be me. Like everybody in my clique, nobody looked like that. They were like Dora la Negra, so you gonna be her, and I would like gladly accept it because like, she was the deal. Yeah, yeah, she was fire. a bomb. Like, Still to this day, yes. you know. So um, I think that the Spice Girls, for for whatever reason, like we gravitated to them. All the like girls in school, mm-hmm. like we did, we definitely did. And I think subconsciously, because you're young, you know, at that age, I was like fifth, sixth grade. Like subconsciously, I think that they were showing me what woman empowerment was all about. Mm-hmm. But I don't know that as a child. Mm-hmm. Now, in retrospect, I look back, I'm like. They were teaching me to be strong. They were teaching me to leave my tr- live my truth and be independent and be this woman. Like, And so I have to give it to them for sure. But I think that overall, I don't know. I think I would say I have a long line of women in my family, like hardly any men. It's crazy. Like 
my generation, we're all they're all boys. So I'm very boyish in that because I grew up like that. But as in like who shaped us, like my grandma had five sisters. Mm. And then my mom has two sisters and one brother. But like we were raised in Miami, so like it was only the sisters there. And so I feel like those women and them being strong and being like, we don't need any men, like they taught me to be like the person I think who I am, like the, the, like the empowering, the, the, the nurturer, yeah. like, you know, the loving, I think I, I get it from them mm-hmm. for sure. Because you felt like you didn't see any role models in entertainment who looked like you mm-hmm. that, um, that you could relate to. Did you ever feel like you were unsure if, a career as an actress was a possibility um yeah I think I've had insecurities I think to, the, to this day I'll be honest and say sometimes I'm like you know like what but then I'm but then that's like a two-second thing and then I'm like hell no like I'm it mm-hmm, <laughs> you know mm-hmm. but like you do get those insecurities because if it's if you see every day everybody's like 20 pounds and you're 50 yeah you're like damn should I be 20 pounds mm-hmm. you know what I mean that's just what it is it's just a human this thing. is nature yeah, yeah you're human yeah. but I think that I had a sh- I had like a, a flip in in career like I will say my my senior year of college um I started my first play right my first official play like I was the lead nice. and that didn't happen like mm-hmm. not a girl who looks like me and so it was a uh, reference to Salvador Dali call me uh call me hot right that was the that was the play and I played this girl named Maria and she was a badass and she like was a a army, uh, someone, a man who was in the army's wife, and so she took care of the fort while he was gone. Anyway, long story short, I killed this performance, right? And afterwards, when I tell you all of the teachers of our school, and mind you, University, of, I went to University of Florida. It's a huge theater par- department and program. The teachers there, they came up to me after, like, "Wow, what do you you're, you go you go to school here?" Like, you're here? And I'm like, I've been in this damn program for four years. I'm in my senior year. Now wow. you're noticing me? And so I think that once I got, for, for whatever reason, once I got that praise, I was like, this is for me. Mm. No matter what, I don't know, what, I don't know what's going to happen, but I know that this is for me. Mm-hmm. And so from there, I really haven't looked back. That's awesome. What is the response from the BuzzFeed community from other people who have been watching you and seeing now you are definitely taking on that torch and wants to be such a light for other Afro-Latinas, Afro-Latinos in general. Um, what has the response been like for just for people to see you? Um, I, I definitely get at least five messages a day about from little girls just being mm, like, I love that's you. beautiful. Like, or, or grown-ass women sometimes. Yeah. Like, I actually just responded to I went to her page. I was like, you grown? <laughs> you love me? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's crazy to see that. Like, and I'm like, I, I now, I, I sometimes even don't straighten my hair because of what I've already promoted. Mm-hmm. Like, because women are now like, oh my God, you wear your curly fro. That's crazy. That's awesome. Now I do it too. And now I'm like, so I can't straighten my hair. I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to keep that up, but yeah. I definitely appreciate. I think I, I think it's um I think that torch of being looked at the way that I am being looked at right now is definitely I don't take it lightly. Yeah. Um. I think it is a little bit of pressure because you're like, oh shit, now I gotta I gotta own up to this. Mm-hmm. But I'm okay with that. I'm okay with. I'm okay with owning who I am. I'm okay with being that person. I'm okay with being a role model looking up to me because I know what I stand for in my troops. So I'm all right with that. 
in Hollywood, has it been difficult for you to find yourself what? after so many, um, you know, after going to so many places and audition and maybe mm -hmm. they're looking for a particular role and then yeah. you come home and then you're like, damn, should I straighten my hair? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Like, it, it's been the, f I think all my stories of being a Latina that looks like me comes from Hollywood. Yeah. I don't think I have like many stories. Like college, yes, I had people look at me a little sideways. Like when I would talk Spanish, they're like, what the hell are you? Mm. But growing up, I didn't see that because I'm from Miami and mm -hmm. I'm from a place where like we all look like this. Like right. we look, we know there's an array of different colors. Or right. if you're from New York, you know that. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. But when I got to college, it was different. And then when I definitely came to LA, to yeah. Hollywood, it was like, what is this? So I usually come in for like the black girl, the African-American girl next door. And then I open my mouth and they're like, who? Yeah. How? Because they haven't that? they haven't caught up to the fact that Latinas look yeah. like everything. Like everything. Come in different everything, shapes, everyone. Sizes, exactly. yeah. Absolutely. At the end of the day, like we all have blood, black blood in us. We yeah. are black. Um, what are, I mean, that's the thing that I hate. Like people don't understand that. Latinos, we just not, we didn't just drop off of Cuba. We didn't just drop off of Puerto Rico. We right. didn't just drop off of Mexico. Like Cardi B just said the best thing. She's like, I didn't get like this because of two white people fucking. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's absolutely real. Right? Like, people are so like, oh, or, and, and remember growing up, like now, obviously, in hindsight, I'm like, damn. But I remember growing up, like people being like, you're not black. And I'm like, oh. Okay, well, I guess I'm not black, right? And I didn't, I just did like a, I actually just did an HBO special where I talk about it, where I'm like telling how I didn't know I was black up until I moved to LA. Mm -hmm. And that four years ago, where I was like, oh shit, I, I'm black. And it's okay to be black. Yeah, and I'm it's okay to be it. Latina. Like, yeah. I'm, that's fine. It's the best of both worlds. What's the problem? Did your mother ever tell you you're not black? Yeah. Mm. Or you, she told you you're not? Absolutely. Mm. I mean, yeah, you know, it's, it's, a, it's right? a culture, it's a like cultural thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. thing, yeah. It's a cultural thing. It's like, no, we're Dominican. And you're like, okay, but... But what, what color but what am I? I mean, <laughs> Dominican it, it, it happens. Like color. I think it, it happens with everybody because it happens at my house where it's like, oh, you know, I'm, tell my parents like, yeah, yeah, we're brown. No, you're not. You're Mexican. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, but we're... Br Dad, we're we're brown like you know it's like no 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 you're mexican it's like what does that mean yep, <laughs> like, yeah. we come from like these indigenous tribes in Absolutely. mexico you know yeah we're brown <laughs> like yeah, right. that's a whole it's a whole array of us like yeah. we are indigenous we i don't know for i know for anybody from the east live you're puerto rican if you're dominican if you're cuban you are an array of things right yes. and so the fact that people don't even want to embrace it like oh you want to embrace the european or you want to yeah, embrace yeah, that yeah. indian but you can't embrace the black white what yeah. what's the problem it's mm -hmm. it's, it's ridiculous it's, it's sad it's sad. sad it's really it's really sad, sad. yeah mm -hmm. and like melanin is popping like melanin is beautiful. <laughs> it's beautiful like what do you mean where we get our skin beautiful like that comes from where we come from right but that's why your sammy sosa video was so dope oh my god and that's why so many people that that joint went viral and uh -huh. so many people connected with it mm -hmm. because it's so real it, yeah. the fact that we're still talking about colorism in the latino community mm -hmm. and if you can be black is beyond it's mind-boggling yeah. like, so, it hurts my brain yeah it's so it's so funny right now because when i saw it i we, we were watching it mm. i sent it to my dad right now my dad's a huge 
a baseball fan and he's a huge Dominican baseball fan. He, yeah. We have the Dominican channel at my parents' <laughs> house because he doesn't miss la serie de la temporada de no sé qué y las uh-huh. águilas del Cibao y los leones del Escobar. That just happened too. Yeah, like my dad is, and so I grew up with that and I mean, I, I always tell my dad like he's just, he, I mean, he loves the Dominican culture. So I, I sent him that right now and he was like, esa, esa muchacha tiene toda la razón like with Sammy Sosa, yeah. right? But I, I thought about it right away. I'm like, wait, dad, like, in Mexico, for example, there was a study recently where it, they they looked at the cabinet of the of the president of the of Mexico, and they only it only about like a hundred people, only like two of them were of indigenous communities mm. in Mexico. Mind you, Mexico is predominantly like uh, an indigenous country, you yeah. know. I just so saw, it was like just, it was I, like what is it was like the racism yeah. that comes from this and like oh the idea of color that it's so inscribed in all levels of society. Yeah, yeah. I just saw a study that said Mexico had the most black Latinos out of all of the countries, but yeah. they hide it. Wow. How right. crazy. I was like, yeah. Mexico. Because it's it's that Caribbean area where yep. there's like all these, it's a lot of people that live there. Yeah. And they go, it's como que se van desapercibidos. Like, mm-hmm. no, you know, they're just, they just live there. They just take care of the coastal regions. Yeah. yeah it's really sad. The, the racism in Mexico is really sad. And mm-hmm. it's one of those things that it's like mind boggling. Yeah. Sammy Sosa, he's bo- mind boggling. Like, yeah. he pisses me off. Where did day. that video come from? Why did you decide to do that video? Uh, um, funny enough, I, um, I didn't even produce that video. So uh, one of our editors, he's a Mexican, and he, Norb, shout out to Norb, he like he like was talking about doing it or something like that, and then he contacted me. He's like, yo, have you seen Sammy Sosa? And I'm like, please, like, are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. And he's like, so what's up? Like, I have something. And I was like, all right, let's talk. And then he tells me, like, what's going on? I'm like, absolutely, let me do this. And obviously he wanted to do it first. He did because he had a, a video that was like on those stairs the same way. And we call them um, the stairs of uh, the stairs of truth or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, he did a video and it, it went mega viral as well. And so he felt like I could do the Sammy Sosa better because I was Dominican. Mm. And so it would relate a little more. And so he presented me with the idea and then we would just tag teamed in on it. And I wrote some of that and like put my little flair on it. And it went crazy. I had never experienced online hate before before that video. Really? Yeah. What? I got so much hate mail. But like, what? Why? What, what did they tell what you? Who? That's what. Uh, that's the same thing I said. Um, and that and that e- mind you, the same day. Like I'm like, y'all didn't even register this. That's like somebody dropping an album, and it's like a 15 songs, and then that same night you listen to it, you're like, that album sucks. Damn, you didn't yeah, even process settle, that yeah. shit. Right, Listen right, to right. it for a little bit to see what's right. going on. But instead, they was like sending me shit like, fuck you, like you don't know shit, uh, nigga, like all these things. Like, no. And I'm like, what? How does that make sense? And it was it was sad. We like deleted a lot of the messages, I mean the comments, but then we also left up a lot of them because right. we like, nah, we got, people need to see this. Right, it's a responsibility you for need everyone to see saying this. that racism and colorism doesn't exist in the Latino community. Boom. There Absolutely. it is. Absolutely. And, and that video, I think that that video on my Instagram didn't come out before the feature of like how many, or actually I'm lying, since I did it in two slides, you don't see how many views there are on it. But like so many people shared this damn video, like motivational speakers like E.J. Johnson, who's huge, shared it. And I was I'm constantly even till today getting people commenting on it every single day. And I'm like, that is crazy. And at first I was scared not to, you know, not not Mm. for nothing. I was like, 
damn, I'm going in a little bit, especially because I do throw in my couple of jokes in there because mm-hmm. whatever, like if I'm going to speak, I'm going to speak from truth and I'm going to speak it right. how if I'm talking to my Dominican people at the end of the day or my Latinos, you're going to get where I'm coming from. Right. Regardless if I'm joking or not, you know that this is serious. You know the, how we talk, so you're going to appreciate it no matter what. Right. And I think that after that video, I definitely developed a little bit of tougher skin. Mm. Absolutely. Like I had to. Like I was like, okay, you know what? I, I remember I went online that night. I was like, listen, I don't give a fuck about anybody or anything that has something to say about this video. I did it. Um, it's out there. And if you don't agree with it, cool. But like, don't come for me because like what you what you're going to get is something back. Like, right. I don't care. to I don't care to tell you to go fuck yourself. Like, that's not I think you're, I think you got the wrong person when right. you're like thinking that I'm just this girl that's just going to be like not human or desensitized to what you're saying. Like at the end of the day, just because you don't agree with me doesn't mean you have to be disrespectful. Right. right. So what does a day in the life of a, bu- a BuzzFeed video producer look oh like? Um, <laughs> I'm We're going to switch gears a little bit. I know, bit. yeah, yeah, um, I'm going to speak for myself. I'm not going to speak yeah. for every BuzzFeed producer because we're all, we all do an array of different things. Um, I would say for me, <laughs> you, get to your, you get to the offices and you are swarmed with a bunch of emails and trying to figure it out and trying to sort things and reply to who you need to reply to and, and that sort. And then you're also, if you're shooting that day, then, you know, you got to like get all your equipment and rent it out and have your intern and then have, make sure every, the cost sheet is fine. And all of these different things that you're like, that you think that everybody does, but like as a BuzzFeed producer, you are the producer, you are the director, you are the writer, you are the editor, you are sometimes acting on camera and producing the same damn thing all simultaneously. It's it's not a job for the week. I will say that. It's like you have to be like on top of your A-game because they're an A-game company. Mm-hmm. So they require what they put out. That's it's okay. crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> so when you first started, were you, did you ever feel like I'm not going to be able to learn all of this? Yeah. I yeah. was like, what? Editing. I don't know how to edit. What y'all want me to do? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's impossible for me to edit. Um, I actually had my first video that I put out and that was when they were like testing me, um, was a video called Pelo, Pelo Bueno, Pelo Malo. Mm-hmm. And I sat out on my bed until five something in the morning. And cried. And my boyfriend was out of town at that time. So I'm on the phone with him just crying. And I'm like, I have to turn this in tomorrow. And I can't do it. And I don't have the sound right. And all of these things. And he's like, just relax. And he's the editor. So he's like, listen, send it all to me. And I'm going to edit it for you. And I'm going to send that shit back to you. It ends up being like, like to we transfer. It was like an hour because it was such a big file. Yeah. And he was like, you know what, Julissa, just go in there and say, fuck it. And tell them like, you need another day or two. I go in and I'm like nervous and I'm like, hey guys, so I, I ended up, blah, 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 blah. and they're like, what? You're good. Just do it today or do it tomorrow. Figure it out. And I was like, oh, oh okay. All right, cool. So I had like that, like whole, like I literally yeah. was scared, but I think the team that I work for overall, but like, we're just like so tight. 
we're like a little family and they get it. Everybody gets it. We all come, although we come from different backgrounds, there's Dominicans, there's Cubans, um, not Cubans, there's Puerto Ricans, there's Mexicans. They're, we're all different. We're all Latinos and then the we get it. Like things happen. We have that similarity. Mm-hmm. We're like, okay, it's cool. And so they took off that pressure. But I think that, I think I just want to always one up myself. Mm, mm-hmm. Like my, my second video I put out was like a spoof of like Latino, the Latino hurt Bay. I don't know if you guys. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And that like was major for me. And I didn't even know what I was even doing. Like in the sense of, I knew that it was funny, but I didn't know what numbers was. I didn't know right. none of those. No, the, that Going like viral the algorithms of any of that. No, I didn't know that. And so once that came back and that hit and that was major, I was like, Okay, so now I got to do better. Okay, okay, pressure. Pressure's on. And then I hit with the Dominican Housewives. And it was like, oh, shit. Okay, now I got to do even better. So it's the pressure of always leveling up. But I think that I think that gives you, like, a sense of, like, you, you want to feel nervous. You want to have pressure on you because you want to rise to the occasion. But yeah. what happens when when a video that you thought was going to be popping, like... It's happened. Pop. Yeah, it's happened to me. And it's like, you... I think the first one that it ha- the first one that I, what, what which one was it? I can't even remember right now because you see I only, keep the negative yeah right but I don't know which one didn't do as well but I I was like shit like I felt bad and they were like even the team was like um do you know that this is still decent and I'm like well it doesn't have, it's not the numbers that I've been doing and they're like so what yeah and so I think that in the beginning obviously the first time you always feel like damn, I didn't, I didn't do my best. Mm-hmm. But then you get to see, like, yo, you did put your best and all into mm-hmm. it. Like, everybody's not going to receive everything the same every single time. And you're going to have some that, plop, that flop, and you're going to have some wins. Like, that's just in life and all across the board in general. So you just got to get used to it. Yeah. And, that's and what you, keep, I'm sure that's what keeps you on your toes. Absolutely. And I think that that's, like, one thing that I've learned to not be so connected to every video. Mm-hmm. Like, at first, I'm like, this is my baby. I got to spend seven mm-hmm. hours doing this. I got to do this. I got to make sure this little thing is it. And now I'm like, nope, send it out, done. And if you like it, you like it. And if you don't, keep it moving, and I'll do my next one. So I think that is just, a, a, like, a sense of not being so attached to it. Do you ever run out of ideas? Is the, is the well ever dry? Ooh, not right now. Ooh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> not right now. I think I have, like, so much to, to say. I mean, I have 20-plus years. Because, you know, I don't say my age. So you're not, so you're not Ama. Uh-huh. Um, but, like, <laughs> but, like, I have 20-plus years under my belt. That's 20-plus years of experience of things that have happened to me every day of, of not only me, of my family. Because at the end of the day, my all my shit comes from my family. Yeah. Like, it's un- we have such a big family that like that's all that's where else am I supposed to get it from? Do you do your do, do your family members ever tell you like yo why did you do that video about me? Um, you know what's funny? I had like my mom. She questioned me because I mentioned something about like my aunt in a in a in the storytelling that I was doing. And I said how, like, you know, I was talking about, like, all this whole we're not black movement thing and what's going on and whatever. And my mom is like, why would you mention us? People are going to think this and this. And I'm like, eh, 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 I am my producer. I am my artist. Like, you can't, I don't go to your job, mommy, and tell you how to do that. 
Mm-mm. I'm like, sure your mom loved you saying that. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's real. But like, I don't go to your job. I don't tell yeah. you how you need to do it because you know what you need to do. And I trust you to know that that's how long you've been doing and why you're excelling is because you know what you're doing. And, you know, that's only been one time. My mom really trusts me in my, in my character and in my judgment. But she definitely, like, questioned me that one time. Like, hey, so you're going to really release? I'm like, yep, I am, actually. I am. And she's like, okay, one. Well, look at the weather, see. Like, and that's and that's that. Like, you uh, you have to understand yeah. it. Yeah. And that's my mom. You know how moms are. Moms. Right. <laughs> Mom. I mean, this is just such a space that parents don't understand. Mm-hmm. That, I mean, my parents, I, they're, they're rather young. They'll like me saying that. Um, <laughs> but I, and like, and technologically savvy. But even when I'm talking about, you know, if I'm applying to jobs or whatever, it's not the same, uh, like, requirements that like nobody cares like what was your gpa in college like i I don't need to put that on a resume you know whatever it may be so it's also like schooling your parents on like what i'm applying for and what i'm working on is so different from anything that you've ever imagined like people will pay me and do want to know about our family whereas you might think like nobody cares it's like actually mommy so many more people can relate to this experience yeah and i think that that's one of the beauties uh beautiful things about what BuzzFeed does, what so many other channels do, where they put these experiences out there so that we can finally, yeah. as a community, see representation. Absolutely. Whether it's seeing more Afro-Latinos um, in a space where they're creating content and you're like, yes, I can see that. Mm-hmm. Or seeing, you know, Span- uh, Latinas who don't speak Spanish. Like being able to be like, okay, I can relate yes. to you and I can relate to your experience and I never mm-hmm. had that growing up. And yeah. then where we can tell our own stories, you know, yeah. because when we There's let other so people power tell mm-hmm. our stories, it's going to be diluted by uh, but when we get to tell our own stories and our own experiences there's something like magical about it you know and it's like that realness of it that we get to dictate what the narrative is going to be and how we talk about ourselves and about our families and about all these things that we've been through so i think that's why buzzfeed's so like major because they have people that they are so they have like an eye for like producers and people who are talented but are yet so authentic to who they are. Mm-hmm. Like there's Asians that are gonna put out you know Asian like videos and people are like oh my god and people are in love with it. And there's people that are like are us Latinos that are putting it out. There's Indians mm-hmm. like they're all across the board. They get it. And mm-hmm. I think that's really why BuzzFeed is who BuzzFeed is because so many people, like you said, can just r- relate. Like you see it, we're controlling it. Yeah. And then people are like me too. Yeah, that, that's me. That's yeah. my family. That's my friends. That's this. Mm-hmm. So, what has been, do you think, your biggest weight hold up moment in your life thus far? A good one, right? Yeah, I mean, it could be. It, it could, it could be, be a good one. Yeah. It could be a bad one. It could be like, wait, hold up, don't even try and come for me. Whatever you want. Whatever you felt like was a def- a, a, a significant moment where you felt like there was a pivotal change in your life. Hmm. Damn, that's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to say the I want to say me coming out to LA. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people I've I've mentioned it in the in the video, the waitress to BuzzFeed producer. Mm-hmm. But I came out here for an audition and I had a round trip flight and I never left back. Wow, I know it was crazy, and I think about it now. And as a, you know, I, I've been here for a few a few years. I've been for four years, so I think about it. and I'm like, girl, you crazy? Like me, if I think about it, if I had a if I have a child or a daughter or whatever, yeah. and, and for her to just be like, mommy, I'm not coming back. Actually, I'm gonna just chill here for a little bit. and I'm gonna figure it out. I would probably spaz. 
But at that time, I was young. I was fearless. I was like, I'm doing this. Like, I'll be all right. I'll figure it out. And I mind you, I came for the audition. And I had, like, before I left, I was like, I kind of want to stay. But I, you know, I didn't. I was just like, that'll be interesting. Whatever. I get here. One suitcase. And I, I'm, like, three days in. And I was like, <gasps> This place is, this is it. This yeah. is where I need to stay. Like, I don't care what I got to do, but I'm staying. And so I call my mom. Luckily, I have, like, the dopest mom. And she was like, okay, listen, quédate and find a job. And if, miss your flight, that's okay. And stay for two weeks. And if you find a job within the next two weeks, I'll help you. And you can, we'll figure it out. And I was like, oh, game on. I found three jobs in two weeks. Amazing. Nice. I was working three jobs for the first three months I was out here. Wow. So I think my moment was getting here and realizing like this is what you want and you cannot you can't like ever put something on hold. Mm. You can't like keep like I was trying to save money to get here and like sometimes that's not how it works. Mm. Everything is not supposed to be perfect. Right. That's impossible. We're not perfect. So how could everything in your life be perfect? We're like go or going by the book, right? Sometimes you just got to you just got to do, gotta do the shit, jump and figure it out yeah. and you'll catch yourself. You might hurt yourself, but you're going to catch yourself because who's nobody's loving you or trusting you more than yourself. Right. And so I was like, I'm going to do this. I'm out here. I'm figuring it out. And sure enough, I figured it out. I'm here four years in. Mm. And look at you now. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. All right, Julissa, where can we follow you? What is going on next? Yeah. Tell what are you up to next? Like, oh, I know y'all yeah. are feeling what we're feeling. Yeah. Like, you know, good vibes. Good I, got, vibes. I got a lot of stuff going on. Like, glory be to God. That's, that's always... Um, for whatever reason, after that BuzzFeed to, I mean, after that Waitress to BuzzFeed producer video came out, it like kind of just took, it took off. Um, that could be another way hold up moment too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, it took off and like, I have so many things. So, um, you can find me at La Julissa across most platforms and then, uh, La underscore Julissa on Twitter, but Instagram, everything, YouTube. I have my new YouTube channel coming out. Go ahead, nice. girl. La Julissa. It'll be YouTube slash La Julissa. Um, I'll be launching next month. Um, and you can expect just more of this, you know, me talking, me keeping it real. Um, one of the segments is keeping it real with Julissa. Um, and just more skits. I am a writer, so I'm always trying to do scripted stuff. So I'll be putting out scripted things on there as well. Um, possibly a web series. Stop it, girl. Yeah, you know? Um, and then I actually have a podcast coming out. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, it's coming out. Um, I want to say April. You know, we're still working on it. Um, it's called Amiguitas. Nice. Um, yeah. Are you, are you working on it with... I'm working on it with a really good friend of mine, awesome. another uh, another Latina. She's Colombian. Um, so yeah, I mean, so we'll plug it when you when it's dropped and you got some promo. <laughs> we, we, can, we can collaborate. Yeah, yeah. Collaborate. So absolutely. Fun. <laughs> Listen, that's why I came. I honestly came because I was like, I'm not turning down no two Latinas who are doing their thing and on their grind. Like that's impossible for me to say no to. Yeah. Like, thank you, like, thank yeah, you. Yeah, are you kidding that. me? For sure. Like, we we gotta stick together at the end of the day, and we and I think that's a. Uh, that's a sense of like the Latino community. Sometimes we, we kind of, we were just, I was just having this conversation not to like steer off, but I was just having a conversation of how, um, why, why the black movement is so major right now. Mm. Right. Like black people are just like winning black Twitter wins every goddamn day. Oh like, my gosh, yes. uh, black Panther just did oh, record breaking numbers. Yeah. Like, and, and, and we were asked and we were talking about why the Latinos don't have that. Right. And, one, we separate ourselves within each other. 
Um, just even the fact that I'm an Afro-Latina, like at the end of the day, that's a hashtag, right? Because mm. we are just Latinas, but right. we're already now making a subsidized version of what's already like mm. divided. Yeah. So that's one. Two, I think that although although we um we're all very different, we don't have the same comedy. And I think that's or 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 like outlook on it. Like a Mexican might not feel the same way of a Honduran or a Dominican might not understand a Ecuadorian. Like mm-hmm. we're all very intricately different, but I don't think that we ever really sit down and want to get to know each other. Mm-hmm. Like, which is why I put out a series um, called Dominicans Try. And me and Gadiel um, are just trying different foods from all across the countries. Like we did Honduras, we did Mexico. Like I'm trying to do what I'm trying to understand every part so that one day I can make a movie and we're all in it. Like it don't have to be just Mexicans and Puerto Ricans. It could be an Ecuadorian. It could be a Honduran. It could be a a Peruvian. It could be a a Salvi. Like why? Like it should be all across. And I think until we realize that we are stronger together, we're never going to do what they're doing. Like white people, they got it right. They figured it out. They've right. been figured it out. They made the mold, right? Supposedly. Mm-hmm. Black well, they people. They kind of jacked the molds and then put their like, that's copyright why I said on supposedly. it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That's why I said supposedly because yeah. they ain't do it, but you know. Yeah. Um, and black people figured it the fuck out. And now they're about mm-hmm. to take over. So yeah. that's, our, that's, that's now we have this, we have, we're in there. What's going on? Let's figure this out. Right. Well, you know, it's interesting because part of the reason why Yarel also wanted to team up for this podcast is because she's a Mexican girl from Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. I'm a Puerto Rican girl from like the East Coast. And so our upbringing is so different. Absolutely. We we were having this conversation like one of the first episodes, like it's a bodega for me. It's a (laughs) liquor store for me. Yeah. Like a licor or whatever. And I'm like, it's like those like little subtle things. But how we how we talk, how we perceive things, you know, Um, and 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 what I think is also happening right now in terms of the black panther conversation is also people being able to say listen it's not about necessarily like where are latinos because latinos are black Mm -hmm. so like let's also recognize that i think that the woman who started the hashtag what black panther means to me it was inspired by her eight-year-old son and i want to say she was afro-latina so it's like about the fact that let's like in the Latino community, Black Panther actually is representing us. Absolutely. And when you watch that, you you know, I felt like, damn, I wanna know more about my ancestors. Yeah. I wanna I'm mm-hmm. I mean, Puerto Rican, like I know we got Tainos, I know we got some Spanish conquistadors, and I know we got African slaves. Mm-hmm. Like that for sure is in the makeup of who mm-hmm. I am. And so in that space, being able to say that we are all trying to not separate black versus Latino even because like yeah, we talked about that's before. True. Absolutely. We're, but that's if you're in touch with what you need to know. Right, if that's the woke. I was just about to say, that's if you woke, then you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Black Panther, that's yeah, what's yeah. up, Wakanda forever. But yes. if you're not, you like, oh, well, when is the Spanish movie coming out? You know what right, I mean? What's right, happening? Right. And, and, and I don't know if people even know that Lupita's Mexican. Right. Like yeah. Lupita she was, was born, born in Mexico, in Mexico and yeah. speaks fluent Spanish. She's, she's and she was named after La Virgen de Guadalupe, which yeah. is a big, I mean, so in Mexico, like, it's like a big it's deal. Just, you know, right. at the end of the day, it's a win. I mean. Yeah, absolutely. But I think that, that like, overall, like, we just, uh, we just got to stick together. Yeah, like, absolutely. Let's, let's bring out a movie on, and no shade, no tea, but let's bring out a, a Latino movie that's not a Latin lover, that's not, like, playing into that crazy-ass stereotype, right. because we're more than just a stereotype at the end of the day. Amen. I mean, I think that the three of us sitting at this table just proved that. 
Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's that's two snaps and a head twist. All <laughs> Somebody just left that like comment. Two two, two snaps, snaps and a head, head roll. Yeah. Like, okay, girl. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and we and we will leave I love it that there. <laughs> I love that one. Thank you, Julissa, so much Thank for you, coming lady. by. And we're gonna be looking out for all the amazing things you're doing. I appreciate you guys. Yes. Thank you. And we appreciate you. We'll we'll keep you all posted on amiguitas and everything else that's coming yeah. from the fabulousness of Yulisa. Dominicana out. Wait, hold